Welcome back to Nutmeg Radio. In this episode, Lauren and I are discussing creativity. Given we are both creative types, we thought it would be useful for us to do an episode which details our creative process, fears that might come up around creativity, creative flow and creative burnout, and also tips for enhancing your own creativity. This is a short and sweet episode. And as always, if you resonate with anything that we're saying, please feel free to reach out to either of us. Enjoy the show. (laughs) You are tuning in to Nutmeg Radio. To kick things off, Lauren, what does creativity mean for you? And how is it expressed through your business um okay so I think creativity for me is really just stepping into a place where you kind of let go of judgment and rules and can really just sort of bend into like what is being asked of me so whether that's like because I run a um, a design agency so um if I put that onto like a creative brief that to me really just looks like kind of sinking into what has been asked of me. What is the out, what is the desired outcome? Like what is my client wanting to put forward? And then just allowing myself to get into a space of like feeling quite calm, I suppose, and and open. I think for me to really start um, start the process of being creative, I really need to like feel like I understand what has been asked of me. And if I don't really have a clear brief or a bit of direction from the person that I'm working with, like I find it quite hard to step into that space um, because I have I have my own. I mean, I have my own thoughts and um, creative mindset, but you know, actually delivering that with another person. I think that's that's an interesting kind of a, a juggle. Definitely. What about what it looks like? I mean, you're a creative person in general. So would you consider yourself like quite a visual person? Do things come to you in terms of you see it first? And even if, if we take it away from kind of work and just think about your creative process when you're doing things for yourself, even if it's just making a meal or something, how does that is it something that you see in your mind or do you think you just go with it? Yeah, I think it's it's almost a bit of both. I think I almost get a, a bit of a ping in my mind. So, okay, if I'm thinking about being creative in the kitchen, it's almost like I'll get like some sort of craving will come through or it'll be a conversation that I'll have with someone else which will just spark, yeah, spark a, a vision in my mind, I think. I, I It's a bit of both. I think it's a mixture of like visualization and also touching into my intuition and actually feeling that and feeling like what is the end result so whether that be something that I want to taste like oh my god I want to I want something really salty and something really creamy or whether it's something visual I want to look at you know something that makes me feel calm and it has muted tones and you know it's not it's not hectic um so I think for me it's it's pretty much a balance of the two an intuitive feeling and also a visualization yeah. What about you? I mean, how do you kind of step into that space? 
For me in my business now, creativity looks quite different. I create more from a from a writing perspective more than I do from a creating, you know, visually artistic things, which has been an interesting switch. And but now that I kind of think about it, the process is the same. So I mean, I used to we were talking about this before, but I used to sort of do food blogging type things. And when I first started doing that. I would try and visualize something in my mind, but the issue for me is that I'm not an overly visual person in that way. I'm a feeling person, so the things that I've done the best on are when I just get like a a flash of inspiration in my head and I really feel into it, into my, in my body, and I just flow with it. And so it's not really something that I can explain I would to me creativity is very much like an energy that's in the system and I just kind of like let it flow through me because yeah I can't I can't really plan things in that way which in a way can be a little bit frustrating but I think that's where you get your best work in a way is when you just flow with what wants to come through you at any given time and so yeah for me in terms of it being writing I do find that something needs to inspire me there needs to be something it's usually like a thought or something that pops up or something I've just gone through that I then kind of channel into and I really tap into I think my body and then just let the words come out without trying to pre-plan whatever it is that I'm going to do because I think the planning side of things I don't know if it works for other people but certainly for me can really hinder that creative process which is quite interesting because when you're just saying that now that's made me realize I actually am a lot more of a visual person because I think I do probably have an end goal in my mind from what I see in my mind's eye Um, but then kind of, as you said, it's like stepping into that, like feeling state and then just going with it and not really like critiquing yourself in the process or like judging yourself. And it's almost like you have to just get to where you think is like the end goal or the end result and then sort of allow the critiquing of the creativity to come in without, you know, harboring judgment and being like, you know, oh, this isn't right or that doesn't look good or oh, what was I trying to say here, you know? And on that note, how do you personally get over the fear? Because I think one of the biggest issues for people in terms of being creative, because everybody has the capacity to be creative, um, whether it's artistically or otherwise, like we all have the capacity to create. Uh, and that that wants to be expressed through us all. Uh, but one of the things that holds most people back is the fear. And it's like, it could be the fear of judgment. Uh, it could be perfectionism, that this isn't good enough. The fear that you're not going to be able to meet the same standards to one thing that you have in the past like there's a whole and you know becoming that kind of one hit wonder there's a whole lot of things that can kind of come into play there so how do you tackle that because obviously whatever you're creative with especially within your business you are putting out into the world in terms of you know you're presenting it to your client or whatever Um, and then there's social media and that side of things as well so how do you work with that kind of inner critic when it comes to your own creations 
Mm, I think like that's like really interesting because when I was first starting my business um, at the beginning of the year, I think that was something that really kind of did hold me back a little bit. And I remember, you know, putting some of my first posts on Instagram and having like a fair state around that and being like, is this what people want to see? Is what I'm putting out actually a reflection of like what I'm about and what I can do? Um, and I, I definitely had that kind of the fear factor around that, which I think did hold me back in the, in the beginning, because I think if I didn't have those kind of mental hangups, I would have started my business probably six months earlier. Um, but it took me a while to get to that point. And I think really it just almost at the end of the day, you just have to back yourself because there are no rules when it comes to creativity. Creativity really is like, and it is an expression of yourself and how, how you see the world and who you are as a person. And I think at the end of the day, there's no rule book on creativity. You know, I mean, okay. Yeah. There are, there are colors that work in harmony with each other, but there are also colors that are there to contrast against each other. And I think once you realize that no one is better than you are at the end of the day, that's up to, that's up to kind of, other people's judgment I suppose as well and I think once you just lean into the fact that there are no rules and we need difference in this world otherwise it's all the same and it's all boring and everything's you know quite monotonous so I think once once you kind of start becoming a bit more confident in your own ability and you become I think what you were kind of saying just before is like in a bit of a flow state about it you then really start harboring it's like flexing a little muscle in your mind and it's like once you start flexing it, you become more comfortable in that space and then it allows more creativity to flow through you. Absolutely. I love that. There is the, you saying there is no wrong. And it's so true. I think for me, one of the biggest things that I've learned is that if I like it, that's all that really matters, especially in terms of when you're doing something potentially visual or whatever that you're putting out. You know, I mean, obviously for you, your clients need to like it as well. But if you're just thinking about making things on your own terms, so long as you like it and it's something that you are flowing with and you're just allowing that to be expressed through you and you're putting it out there, there is really no such thing as failing at it, you know? Like somebody else might not like it, but I mean, at the end of the day, who cares? We all see things that we don't like all the time. And if you were going to try and pussyfoot and tiptoe around and try and make all of your content or whatever it is that you're doing acceptable for everyone and appealing to everyone, you're going to effectively get nowhere. Uh, yeah, and it's funny so because what just popped into my mind then was like, you know, just taking it back to when I was starting my business. And I remember going on Instagram and looking at a whole bunch of other designers and their platforms and what they, they were putting out. And I remember looking at quite a few, um, you know, really great designers and they had hundreds of thousands of followers or, you know, whatever. And a lot of their, their whole feed really is very tonal. So like the whole thing has like a theme running through it. And it, I mean, it looks very aesthetically pleasing and that's great. And, you know, there are a lot of templates that you can buy to make sure that your feed looks the same kind of a way. And I remember having a real, like, a bit of a mind fuck about it, actually, because I was like, I, I can't do that. This is not my kind of aesthetic. I'm a very, like, colorful person. A lot of my clients come from different 
sort of they have they have different wants and needs so i i can't even start posting things from client work or even just passion projects that i do myself and make them all fit in some kind of tinge of like a pink to a beige like tonal system and i think once i realized like again kind of saying like there is no there's no rule book here and there's no wrong and what you said as well it's like there's so many different people in this world and not everyone's gonna like your stuff i mean art is subjective you know it's and music is subjective too it's kind of like as long as you're being authentic to yourself and you like what you do and what you're doing resonates with a part of like the way that your brain processes creativity then that's something that you just have to nurture and and just back what do you think is something like what is something that you do or you think you do that increases a sense of creativity so I think there are a couple of things for me that really help um, harness my creativity. Um, like music for me is a really big sort of creative trigger. Like when I'm in my sort of creative flow state, I have music like cranking. Like I love I love the beats. I love kind of like moving my body when I'm like on my computer just having a little groove in my chair and like pumping things out or – you know, sometimes I love to just get into the kitchen and, and cook something or bake something. And that to me feels really artistic and creative. And I mean, I'm quite lucky enough, I think, that I've got quite a, an intuitive mindset when it comes to food and cooking. And I have quite a, a solid set of taste buds, I'd like to think. So again, that's almost like, you know, stepping away from my work creativity and harnessing that in the kitchen, which I think just, again, flexes the muscle in a different sort of a way, which helps me get grounded in that space. And I think also coming back to actually, yeah, the visualization part of it. So if I know that I've got a, a branding brief coming up, to just tying this back to work again but if I know that I've got a client who you know needs branding for their business done next week I will then kind of as I'm winding down and about to go to sleep I will start doing a bit of meditation around it and I'll almost kind of put out there to the universe that this is kind of like my thoughts of where I think I want to go with it. And then I'll almost just sort of say like, all right, so I'm like open to a, like a ping or a download or a visual kind of pop up, whether that be on my Instagram or whether that's on a poster on a wall when I'm walking down the street or whether it's, you know, I don't know, in a magazine, something then will come through and, and trigger and then I'll really start creating from that, that place. That makes sense. Mm. It does. What does that look like for you? I think for me personally, it's being in a good place. So making sure that similar to you that I've like moved my body and I'm feeling good within my body and I'm actually in my body as well. Like, and I'm not kind of like floating up in the clouds because I find that that's how I'm most able to tap into that, that sensation of creativity for myself. And then being really consistent with it. I find that the more creative I am the more that comes through like I said earlier to me it's very much an energy that gets run through the system and so the more I put out the more I put out essentially and it's on all areas of my life you know Lauren and I are quite similar in that we're both very into food and so 
a lot of the time I'll love just get, like getting into the kitchen, yeah, throwing some beats on, like having a dance around and just creating, like getting in there and being like, I've got no idea where I'm going from here. I'm just going to choose an ingredient and build around it. And something like that really kind of gets those juices flowing, the creative juices flowing for me. And the more that I can step into that and just be unapologetic about it, you know, put it out there to the world because I've, st- I've started kind of posting food things again um, on my other account and yeah I find that the more that I can step into that and even in like the clothes that I'm wearing or whatever you know making sure that it's kind of it is an expression of who I am the more that it comes to me and I find because I find that you know for me creativity is at a low when I'm not doing anything and when I'm not feeling good in myself you know if I'm drinking too much or whatever the case might be I'm not necessarily at I don't have that same capacity to be able to just keep on creating because admittedly I feel really good when I'm in that place I totally agree. I mean, do you think for yourself that you kind of get to a a space where you have like a creative burnout? If I've got a lot on and I've lost interest in whatever it is that I'm doing. And for me, it's usually a sign of needing to... uh, needing to pivot things a little bit and introduce something new potentially. Interesting. Whereas I think for myself... I will get to a place where, say, I've, like, at the moment, I have a massive brief where I'm I'm branding five different um, hospitality brands, and I've got literally 10 days to turn this around. So I know that once I've hit the deadline for this, because it's requiring so much of me in such a small amount of time, I think by the end of that, I'm going to be in a bit of a creative burnout. So I know for myself that I'm going to then need a couple of days where I power down from my electronics and I get back out into nature and I, you know, do some meditation and some yoga and get back in the kitchen and and flex the creative muscles that come from sort of being a bit more in in the physical world than kind of in the mental space of having to come up with brands and identities and things like that. Yeah. So you're still staying creative, but you're doing it in a much more intuitive, natural way, a flow state state rather than being stuck on your computer for 12 hours a day, which, you know, I think for anyone, it's hard to be like overly creative when you are stuck on a computer for most of the time and like getting back into nature, et cetera, can definitely enhance that. Like I know for myself personally, I've had some of my best ideas come through when I've left my phone at home and I end up going on like a massive hike or something in nature. And yeah, I'll have some just random pings come through for things that I should write about and that sort of thing. It's, it's definitely, it enhance I think it just opens things up and for me enhances my creativity in that way and also being around other people something I've noticed recently is that and and this is kind of a human design thing which we'll talk about in our human design episode but most people probably about 70% of the population have what's called an open head center and so that's the center for inspiration and ideas 
And so if you are one of those people, then if you're by yourself all the time, there can be a struggle to kind of like, you can feel a little bit stuck in terms of what should I do or what should I write about? Like, you know, in terms of like ideas coming through. And so for me personally, I do know that getting out and just being around other people, sometimes that means going to work from a cafe or a restaurant or whatever. Sometimes it just literally means going into grab a coffee somewhere and that like having a conversation with a few different people not necessarily about anything important but just being in the energy of other people can really spark inspiration for me totally agree with that I think it's also interesting really just to think about creativity really doesn't mean that you sit down and you paint or you sit down and you write you know and I think you know what you said before is like everyone actually has the capacity to be creative it's just kind of listening to yourself and figuring out what part of being creative do you enjoy you know Yeah, because, I mean, there's the artistic side of creation, which is, you know, like what you just said, which can be writing or dance or singing, whatever. Uh, But then there is just creativity for the sake of being creative, which is you're creating, you're building something in whatever way that looks for you, you know. And, yeah, it can be really, really different for different people. If you had advice for somebody who was wanting to tap more into their creativity and or, you know, whether it be artistic or otherwise, uh, but they're just kind of feeling stuck or blocked with it at the moment, what would you recommend for them? I would say to think about the thing that most, like, sparks you and the thing that you get most excited about. So... If that is, for example, like cooking, you really enjoy that, then I would just say like start doing something that you really enjoy and just don't think about it. Take your mind out of it and just actually get into the state of I'm having a really good time doing this and in doing this, I'm flexing this creative part of my mind. And I think once you let go of the like the judgment space and you kind of go with the like the zero fucks given side of life I think that's when you start to really get into a creative creative realm of enjoying what you're doing and then just allowing like whatever the next thing is to come through just go with it and I just say just just to feel that and don't get in your head so much and I would say that my advice would be somewhat similar I would definitely say get out of your head and get in your body even if it's just going for a walk where you stay really aware of your body and doing embodiment type practices where the whole idea is that you are in your body rather than being in your head and from that place I think you're just able to tap into that energy more and I know that that can sound a little bit kind of vague potentially but for me it's certainly like just an energy that arises within my body that I know that I just need to need to start and that's something else that I would recommend to people is even if you don't know what the outcome's going to be just start just start somewhere and just start building upon that and you can always make changes and flex things around but just start doing it even if it's writing and you kind of get halfway through a piece it doesn't matter just keep writing and you can go back and finish things at a later time but I think the more that you can just start doing things the more creative inspiration is going to come through to you. Cool. Well, I think, you know, that probably touches quite nicely on creativity and being creative and 
flexing into that space and I think you know it's just like something to take away is that everyone actually has the capacity to be creative it's just up to you really to kind of lean into that hope you guys enjoyed this little episode on Nutmeg Radio Um, tune in next week for another little tasty piece give us a like a review and if you like what you hear tell your friends thanks guys thank you